0: It is time for our spotlight and we are spotlighting builders first source after the company's earnings joining me right now is david flittman dave Flitman, he is company's president and ceo dave nice to have you on thank you so much for being with us uh, you're the largest buildings product supplier tell us a little bit about the quarter because uh, the stock held up pretty well considering all the volatility we've seen in these markets too
1: sure good morning thanks for having me on nicole yeah, we're excited. I mean, it's been a great time for our industry and importantly for our company. Um, we are, as you mentioned, the largest building materials supplier in the country. We operate today in 42 states. Uh, we have 565 operations spread across those 42 states. And importantly, you know, we operate in 85 of the top 100 MSAs. And so we have a really good handle on what's going on with the consumer as it relates to home buying. Um, as you pointed to, we just reported earnings yesterday and had a one billion dollar EBITDA print uh, just speaks to the underlying strength of what's going on in the industry but more importantly I think the value that we are adding to our customers
0: it's amazing and congratulations on a great quarter there Um, where do you still see the strength because you noted that you still are seeing strength Um, you're across the country and all of the almost every state basically and you're seeing, um, you know, you noted single family homes and the growth there, I mean, for example, where do you continue to see strength?
1: It really is broad based, uh, and it's been a phenomenon going on for the last couple of years. And I think there are a couple things going on that uh, is really underappreciated relative to the strength the industry's seeing. First of all, this industry has been hugely underbuilt since the last downturn. I've seen estimates of anywhere between two and six million single family homes that have been underbuilt as the population has continued to grow but importantly also there's been a huge demographic shift with millennials buying homes in particular in that 26 to 35 year old time frame um, where people are either buying their first homes or maybe moving out of apartments uh, into homes that has really been fueling what's been going on for the last couple of years so the strength has been broad based the single family home strength that you pointed to has been obvious for us for quite a bit of time here and it's put a significant uh, impact on the supply chain here for the last couple of years. It's been difficult getting materials. Um, given our footprint and our strength and the relationship we've had with our suppliers, uh, we've been able to take market share during a time that's been very important while the industry's been growing.
0: And as you said, the supply chain has been um, disrupted. It has been problematic for many companies, for many people across our nation in many ways. Um, That being said, home builders have had to pause. I mean, they've had to pay more for lumber than they waited. And then, you know, there's been a lot that's been going on. Um, You've managed to navigate through the supply chain issues. Hopefully they're improving some. You can tell us if the supply chain disruption that was very real um, is improving, coupled with the fact that so that's that would be good news if that's the case. Um, The bad news is that you know interest rates are still high and they're moving higher mortgage rates are moving higher and people think this is slowdown in housing is coming but you don't necessarily see that
1: no we don't actually and to your point around the supply chain it really started when the pandemic hit um our suppliers were hit with some of the covid challenges just like the rest of industry was and at a time where the demand started to accelerate uh, they were having trouble meeting that demand And then through the course of the last couple of years, as that demand has continued to strengthen, it's been very, very difficult and challenging for the manufacturers to catch up. Now, having said that, I do see some near-term relief in the supply chain. Things like windows that were very difficult to get a year ago from our suppliers um, are are in much better supply situation. But some of the structural Mm -hmm. components like engineered wood products that are used Uh, to strengthen the separation between first and second stories in homes is still very difficult I expect products like that will continue to be challenging for a long time to come and to your point around interest rates obviously it's been uh, a significant uplift in rates this year however you know the things that I pointed to earlier Nicole around the demographic shift the strength of the underlying demand and the huge underbuilding that's happened in this industry we're still seeing demand holding up And as I said yesterday on our earnings call, we see that strength continuing through the remainder of this year and into next year for sure. And obviously, based on that huge underbuilding that I spoke about, we see a long-term growth trajectory here for this space for many years to come.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds good because people have been talking about putting pressure on even um, names like Home Depot because maybe folks don't want to get out there. They're not doing it yourself. They're not building homes. They're not spending. They're nervous. Um, inflation is real. Um, they feel the pinch in their wallet. In the meantime, you're working with so many of these home builders that we talk about on the daily, right? Names like Lennar and Pulte and D.R. Horton, sure. um, Taylor Morrison, and what are you hearing from these companies? Because I'm sure you're talking with the CEOs of these companies regularly.
1: We are, and the, the names you mentioned are all very important uh, customers for us. And they're seeing it in a similar fashion to, to what we are. And I don't want to represent that there won't be a short-term impact relative to rates as people pause to see what that means on on you know their ability to buy a home. But I think the other thing I'd point to is, um, you know, if you look at the existing home inventory, it's only about two, two months right now. And if you think about the rate impact, if you were thinking about putting your home on the market to sell it, uh, you might pull back thinking that rates might be high and you might have to actually go to a smaller home should you choose to do that. So I think that supply constraint that we're seeing, not only for uh, new homes, but as well as existing homes on the market, really will continue to fuel a long-term growth trajectory here for the industry to your point earlier around lumber lumber has certainly um, risen through the last couple of years. I think right now it's about 40% lower than it was at this time last year. Um, right. although when those ra- when those rates increase, you know, people, names like Home Depot that really tailor to uh the do it do it yourself uh R&R port of the portion of the market, you know, have seen some impact as people just wait to see, you know, where lumber is going to settle. You know the long-term historical average for lumber is about $400. It's sitting right now at about $970 per thousand board feet, but again, that's off from about $1,600 at this point last year.
0: Right, Dave. It's nice to chat with you. Thank you so much bringing some optimism it. to our network today. Thank you, Dave Flitman, President and CEO of Builders First Source. Thank you.